Okay, so to Gemara. Nun Aleph. Nun Aleph on the base. Oh, good catch. No, no, it's okay. You can just put it on the table. It's okay. Thank you. Tanya, um, Rabbanon. Tanya, rather. Tanya. That's seven lines down in the wide lines. Tanya, we learned in a bride's arm. Yehuda, I remember Yehuda said, Anyone who did not see Diuflustun, this is going to be on the test. How do you pronounce this? Diuflustun, anyone who did not see the, basically the big arena, the big chamber, the big auditorium, which had rows, you know, going around, as the Gemara will explain, Anyone who did not see this in Alexandria, Mitzrayim, did not see in the honor of Klal Yisrael how many, how, how many people were there as we see in the Gemara. Amru, they said, it was like a uh, very high ceilinged room, stov, lufnim, mistov, row, benches, rows of benches, inside the next row of benches, like an auditorium, stadium kind of thing. And there were so many people there that there were times, that there were in this this uh, auditorium of sorts, double the amount that were coming out of Mitzrayim. So 600,000 men coming out of Mitzrayim. It was double that amount. Double that amount. Um sometimes in this Diophlustum. Vahayuba, and there wasn't it, Ayin Aleph, 71, Katedrois, chairs, Shel Zahav of gold. Now these 71 chairs corresponded to, Keneged, corresponding to, Ayin Aleph, Zikne, Sanhedrin, the, the uh, 71 elders of the Sanhedrin, because they were instituting some kind of Sanhedrin. And kolachas va'achas, each one of these chairs, ena pchusa was not less. May esrim ve'echad riboy kikrezov of twenty-one ten thousand, meaning two hundred ten thousands, kikrezov talents of gold or din rezov as someone who changed the gears to two shall fine. That's how heavy or that's how valuable each of these seventy-one chairs were. So it was a very glamorous and beautiful. Situation. Ubima shall eat and there was a bima of wood in the middle, a like a a, a, a platform. Thank you. The chazan hakneses and the gabai of the shul oimet he would stand on it. The hasudarin biyada and he had handkerchiefs in his hand. Kivan amen. Once he re- once it reached the time to say amen, that the chazan reached that. Now it's time to say amen. Hala. He would mainif besudar. He would wave with the um, handkerchief. V'chol ha'am and amen, and everyone would say amen. Meaning to say, since there were so many people there, they were, were not able to hear that the chazan said, "You know, Yisrael." So the people around the chazan would say amen. I don't know why there was no wave. I guess you want to have everyone saying amen at the same time, not like a wave, right? No, but let's say you didn't have this. Oh, if so it was a wave, around. wouldn't it be a hefsik? Right, right. That's what you yeah. want to do at the same time. Exactly. So therefore, he would wave the thing, and then everyone would say amen in unison. And they did not sit mixed up, just haphazardly. 
Elo Zahavin Bifneatman, rather it was the Zahavin, the, the goldsmiths Bifneatman themselves, the Kasofin Bifneatman and the silversmiths by themselves, the Nefachin Bifneatman and the blacksmiths by themselves, the Tarsian Bifneatman and the coppersmiths by themselves, the Gardian Bifneatman and the weavers sat by themselves. Now, why did they have everyone sitting separate? Why do they do this? Because when an ani, when a poor person would come in, when a poor person would come in, he would see the people from his trade, you know, what he had experience in, and he would turn and he would find his way to that area. And from there he would get sustenance for him and for his family. Meaning to say, it wasn't shot that he couldn't work, he just didn't have a job. So he was, he was trained in being a cobbler, so he would find the shoemakers. He was trained in being a, a, uh, a goldsmith, he would go to the goldsmiths, right? And he would find a job over there. Yeah. Yep. So it would be okay to say I'm into a bracha you didn't hear? Correct. That's a good point. As long as you know what the bracha is that's being ended, then you're able to say amen. That's the halacha. Even if you walk into shul and you don't hear the chazan saying the end of the bracha, you, see, you hear other people saying amen, and it's close enough that it's not a hefzik, but you know what he was saying, the, the, you know right. what they're saying amen on, then you can say it too. Um, what do you mean? Which one? Venifna? Yeah. Nifna, nifna is just a different usage. But it's a, no. It could mean we, but no. I hear what you're saying. I'm, I don't know the rules of dictum enough. Yeah, that's just the word that you use, and if you want to, yeah, it's it, nifal or hifil or all those things. Yeah, yeah. Omar Abai, Abai said, "V'kulhu and all of this, this covet of Klal Yisrael and all these people, Katalinu Tarkinus. Tarkinus is the guy who changes it to not Alexandra Mikdom because he wasn't there yet." Um, he they he killed them. Fine. My time Anchu. Why did they get a punishment? Meaning it sounds like there was some it was it wasn't stamped that they got destroyed. There was something specific. Why did they get such a, a uh, punishment? Because they violated a high crawl, this Pasuk that says, you shall no longer, you should not more, you should no longer go on this way back to Mitzrayim. They violated that, and as we the inhu and they hader also they came back. As you said yesterday, one of the pshatim was that actually it was going against what the navi said. The navi told them not to go down. Maybe it was Yirmiyo and Isaac Adalia yesterday. I'm questioning my memory, um, but the Kapanim, they went against what the navi said and they stayed there, right? So therefore, the punishment continues on with them. Just going to turn the air Fine. Another, the other Mahalach was that it was, um, yes, they were continuing in their father's footsteps, staying in the tribes, so therefore they 
are culpable for the sins of their father. He also, when Tarkinos came, Ashkechinu, he found them, the Havukaru Besifra, they were reading from the Torah, they were learning Torah. What was the Pasuk that they saw? Yisa Hashem Alecha, Hashem will bring on to you, lift up onto you, Goy, a Goy, Meirochaik from far away, a faraway nation, a faraway leader. Omar, so Tarkino said to himself, Michti Hahu Gavro, since this person, meaning himself, Boy Lemeise Svinto, he wanted to come by boat, to come to Yerushalayim, to Alexandria rather. Ba'asara Yoimi, in, on a 10-day journey, he wanted to travel by boat on a 10-day journey to come to Alexandria. And Dalye Zika, the wind, the Zika, the wind, Dalye, <coughs> lifted him up, lifted up the boat. And the boat, instead of taking 10 days, took five days. So he saw the Hashkacha, that Hashem must have been clearly referring to him. And therefore, he fell on them and he killed them. In other words, he saw that the Torah of the Hashkacha was that he was the one that was supposed to kill them, because you see the, the, the fact that it was a naze that it took five days instead of ten days. And he killed them. Fine. The Gemara, what was the end of the... Well, he was coming to wage war, or attack, maybe, maybe, maybe something like that, yeah. The Gemara said, the Mishnah said, on the Matzah Yomtev, they would go down to the Ezra Snoshim, and they would make a Tikkun Godel. My tikkun godal, what was this great tikkun rectification that was done? Omer of Allah, of Allah says, Ka'ayza shashaninu, like this, that was taught in the Mishnah in Midas, Chalaka haisavar yishayna, it was smooth, meaning there was no different levels, it was all one level in the beginning. The first place amikdash, v'hikifua gezustara, and they, put, they, they surrounded it by gezustara. Now, Daniel, Gezusra, yes, you're correct. It's referring to the overhang and stuff like that, but specifically the way Rashi, I looked again this morning. We're talking about when you want to make a porch, sometimes you put out like two things and then you'll put on top of it a piece of wood, however it's going to be done. Okay, you put out these two things, two things, and then on top of it goes the piece of wood. Okay, so the, those two things that you stick out of there are called gazisteroids. They surrounded it with gazisteroids, and when it came yomtive time, they would put down these planks of wood on top of it as the porch. But it was, those porches weren't there all the time. The gazisteroids were there all the time. But the porch itself that was put on top of it, right, but it, it's like sticking out of the building. I, I mean, I, like I envision, I'm envisioning my parents, my parents live in an apartment building. On the bottom, on the top, above them is an apartment. The way they made it is these two big metal things coming out. And then on top of that was built the porch. That's like the support. It's supporting the porch. Meaning everyone was on one level. Everyone was on, the men and the women were on one level. We'll see in the next price. We'll see. Let's see in the next price. And then they went outside and they put these gizusteros. Right, in other words, that was what was being used for the Simchas Be'ez Then they wanted to, we'll see in the Bryce in a second. The Hiskinu, and they instituted that the women should sit on top, and the men should sit down below. Okay, that's what we got up to last night. Now we'll have a bracelet which will explain.
which we'll explain a little bit more, this, uh, what's going on over here. Tana Rabbanon, five lines from the bottom of Nun, thank you, Nanal from the base. Zakti Gemara. Tana Rabbanon, we learned in the Brisa. Bari Shaina in the beginning, meaning by the first base, Amigdash. Hayu Noshim Bifnim. The women were sitting inside. The Anoshim Bachutz. And the men were sitting outside, not like outside the base Amigdash. The women were inside the Ezas Noshim, and the men were outside by the Harabayas and in the Chel. Okay? Vahoyubayim, and as a result of them being on the same level like this, even though they're in separate areas, Hayubayim, they came, Lidei Kalus Roish, they came to levity. Okay? There was not necessarily intermingling, but there was, you know, looking at and winking at and everything like that. So his skinu, so they made a takono, that the women should sit outside on the harabayas and in the chel, and the men will be inside in the Ezra's Noshah. And they still came to Kalos Rosh. Even though now the men are not sitting, you know, there's a whole controversy and people get bad out of shape about it. Halacha is halacha. But, um, about men sitting behind women. Why do they put, they put women in the back of the bus? Why do they put the women in the back of the bus? It's not because it's the back of the bus. It's because in addition to sitting separately, you're not supposed to look at the back of a woman. And that's what was originally. Originally, the women were inside, the men were outside. So they're looking at the women. So, okay, so we said, okay, fine. So let's do the women in the back. Meaning let's put the women out of the Azas Noshim into the, uh, it's funny, right? Ironic. What was shot with the initial? Well, it's not davening. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you that, Rabar Bear's niece told a friend of mine that in Kamenetz, there was only one Rosh Hashiva Harav Agoin, one Rebetzin. It wasn't like everyone's a Rebetzin and everyone's, you know, a Rosh There was only one Rabar Bear and his wife, and there were no Mechitzes. Meaning to say, Obviously, by dancing, there were machitas, but by a bris, you're not going to find the machitas. By a shiver, not going to So what, now we're better? No, now we're worse. And that's why we need it. So originally, in the first place on Mikdash, there wasn't a concern, the guy says, or the other, you know. Exactly. 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 Wait, but, but still, what's, what's shot that, you could say there wasn't a concern, but there still has to have been a reason why the women were up front. Well, the women. You didn't answer, so you didn't answer the question. One, one second. Yeah. No, it's outside that we're talking about. No, the more men behind the women. No, that's where that's where the men were. No, I know for the Zimbabwe Understood because it was an overflow crowd. No, I mean, when it was it wasn't like there were men here and there. That, that, no, that's not what it says. The men were situated outside. So what were they looking at? Where was the focus? It was inside. The focus was wherever the Tzadik and Vanshim Isa were doing the dancing. And the Meneurs. What do you mean? In the back. Let's say. Fine. So let's say, let's just say it like this. Let's say you have the men. The, let's say here. In the Ezra's Nashim somewhere, let's say. But the, the, then there was women and then men behind them. Why originally it was like that, I don't know. I don't know why they would have to put the women in the front. 
But that's that, that was fine. <laughs> that was he's saying they had a chazak on it from the whole year. I don't know. But fine. So then it was still coming to Kalos, right? So skinu. So then they were masakin shu noshim yoshvus melmalo vanoshim melmato. They were masakin that the women should sit on top and the men on the bottom. Now the the uh, the um. The Ben Yehiyado says that originally they didn't do this because the women would not, wouldn't be masking to go up. Why should they go up? The more Kedusha on the ground than in the airspace was only because of the issue of the Averis, of the, of the, of the Kalos Raj that was happening. They said, okay, we have no other option. There's more Kedusha on the floor of the Azar, of the Harabayas, of the uh, as a Snoshim, than the airspace. That's what he says. That's what he says. So he said, I can't, I can't answer. So he says. There's a whole discussion over here about whether there's an Isser Histaklis. Are women, it's also for a man to be Mistakel on a woman. That's not his wife. Is it also for a woman to be Mistakel and get Hano, so to speak, from gazing at a man? Who? Yeah, that, you can't make a rhyme in that. You can't make a rhyme. By Shoal, we find such a thing. That's something else. It was, it was Mitzri ladies, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Hestaklis also is different than, and the Gemara talks about Rabbi Yechon, to sit at the edge of the mikvah and they would see him and then the children, it's different. I'm talking about Hestaklis, I'm talking about Hestaklis for the purpose of pleasure. Okay, it's a whole discussion. Anyway, it's fine. Frek the Gemara. He says the bottom line, the Bryce, he says the, the end of, the, the, end of the, the situation was that they had the women on top they built these basically these balconies for the women on top and the men on the bottom. Yeah, it's funny because here they did. I remember when I was a friend of mine, Bar Mitzvah. So Rabbi Menashe Klein, who's the author of the Mishnah Halachas, he came for the Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah was supposed to be in Glen Avenue Shul, but he didn't want to go daven there because there's a balcony for the women, and the men can technically get see up the women. So he didn't want to daven. So they had to go to a different shul. I don't know. I don't know. They did it differently. How were they allowed to do this? How were they allowed to build on to the base of Mikdash? But it's written in the Pasuk. And everything, meaning the blueprints basically. Hashem. Hashem, everything was given to me. Hashem gave to me. Basically, the blueprints of the Beis in the hands, in the form of hearing from God Hanavi and Nasan Hanavi, they told them exactly the measurements and exactly how the Beis is supposed to be made. So how could they build and make an addition onto the Beis HaMikdash? How are they allowed to do this? The Gemara is asking. Um... I think it was David talking. Maybe it was Shalai Mahamalach. I mean, Dabar didn't build it, but I, it could be that, I don't know who's talking. We know that David interacted with God and Nassim, and it could be that Shalom Malach also did. Omar Rav, so Rav answers the question and he says, Kro Ashkechu, they found a Pasuk, Vidarush, and they darshaned it. This is what the Pasuk says. On who? No, this is expanding a little bit. It's going out. This is not just redecorating. This is going out. But, um, I don't know. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Could be this is, I don't know, maybe he was, they were building on like a, 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 an attachment. These Zusteroids were always there the whole year. And then they go, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. There's a Darshan like this. The Pasuk says that there will be come a time, this and the land will have the eulogies. Mishpachais, Mishpachais, Levad, each family alone. Mishpachas Beis David Levad, the family of Beis David by themselves, Unishehem Levad, and their wives will be separate, even within a family. And this is the Makar, uh, even by Levaya, you have men and women sitting separately, even the mourners themselves, they sit separately. I mean, I, I don't know about in St. Louis, but generally, the Levites of men are here and the women are there. So now that's the Pasuk. The Pasuk is talking about, the Gemara will explain what the Pasuk is talking about, about Kapanim, it's referring to La'asid Lavai. When there's going to be a hespid, a eulogy, so it's a sad time. And it's going to be after there's no more Yetzirah. Says the Gemara, this is the drasha that they said. Amru, they said. This is a Kavachaymer. If we see them, that they're involved in a sad thing in eulogies, and furthermore, ve'en yetzahara sharlit bahem, and there's no outside akaponim yetzahara that is, has jurisdiction over them, as we'll see in the Gemara in a moment, and yet, amra Torah, still the Torah said, anoshim levad, anoshim levad, the men sit separately, and the women sit separately, achshav, now, sha'oiskin besimcha, that were involved in simcha, the simcha space hasha'eva, the Yetzirah Shailit Bahem, and the Yetzirah is still, has jurisdiction over us, meaning it's still uh, active. Allah has come of the Kama, all the more so that the men and the women have to be separate. So, meaning to say like this they didn't find a source that said build the Gazusterois. What they found was a source that you have to have the men and women separate. You have to have the men and women separate, included in the the uh, direction that um, Rabbi uh, that Nosan Hanavi and God Hanavi are giving them was that if it's going to come to a situation where you're going to have mingling between men and women, so included in that is so to speak the rishus to build on to avoid that mingling. Therefore, they were allowed to build on the. Uh, They were allowed to build on to the base and put the gazus to right. Should we stop here or should we continue for a few minutes? Huh? Continue? Okay. Ha hespeda, I have, I have mute, all three of them are muted, so. Ha hespeda, this hespid, ask the Gemara. Ha hespeda, this eulogy, this hespid which is going on over here that with Pasuk and Zachariah is discussing Maya what What is the eulogy that we're referencing and we're discussing? Rabdoisa and the Rabbanon argued about the Pshat in this Pasuk. Which Hespit are we talking about? One of them said, that this is the Hespit about Mashiach ben Yosef who got killed. And I'm not going to explain it because I don't understand it. I have no Shaykhis. But there will be a time that Mashiach ben Yosef is going to lead the Jewish people in Mohammed's Goygumagoy and fight Klai Israel's enemies, but 
then there will be some enemies that will come to Eretz Yisrael and kill Moshiach ben Yosef, which will, um, that will herald the coming of Moshiach ben Dovid. First is Moshiach ben Yosef. So this Hespid, what's the Hespid? It's a Hespid on Moshiach ben Yosef who was killed. Chad Omar and one said, Al Yetzahara Shenerach, that it's on the Yetzahara that was killed, meaning that was abolished. So says the Gemara, Bishlama, it's understandable. Lemanda Omar, according to the opinion, the one who said, Al Moshiach ben Yosef Shenerach, that this eulogy, this Hespid, was on the death of Moshiach ben Yosef, on his murder. Hainu Dechsev, so that's the Pshat, that will be the explanation in the Pasuk. Vihibitu Eilai, Thank you. And he, he looked at me, meaning they would look at, they would look, Rashi says, they would be mistakel, they would look on the one who was stabbed. Meaning Moshiach ben Yosef, who was murdered. Vesof to a love, and they would be masked, they would give a eulogy on him, like someone who was giving a eulogy on the one, the, you know, the Ben Yechida, and an only child. So again, we had a machlaikas, who is this eulogy for? Who is the Hespit for? It's either for Mashiach ben Yosef or for the Yetzirah. So that's the Gemara. If it's Mashiach ben Yosef, then I understand the Pasuk that says right around there that they're going, that they're going to look at the person who was killed, who was stabbed, so to speak, and mourn over him and give a eulogy like one gives a eulogy, a hesped over their only child. But according to the Manda Omar, that the hesped was on the Yetzahara that was killed. A hesped they're making? <coughs> Excuse me. They should be happy. The Yetzahara is killed. What does it mean now? They looked, ay, 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 look. He stabbed to death. Let's give a husband like we give on our only child on, on the Yetzirah? That makes sense for Mashiach ben Yosef. Why are we giving a husband like this for the Yetzirah? Am I bachu? Why would they cry? That's the Gemara's question. Okay, I guess we'll have to hold it here.